Bart, I've asked you not to whistle that annoying tune. Everybody and welcome back to Simpsons is Greater Than, a Simpsons podcast where we take a look at the cultural impact of the greatest show of all time, The Simpsons. As always, I'm your host, Warren, better known to some of you as Bart of Darkness. You might know me from my Simpsons collection over on Instagram or Twitter. Be honest, it's great, isn't it? Go ahead and say it's great if you want to. But if not, if you could check it out when you're done with this episode, as I always say, it would mean a lot to me. So I'm sure you noticed by the title of this episode that it's not exactly a normal episode of the podcast. And I'll be honest, it's actually episode 5 of Pod Boys. The reason for that is I figured the Pod Boys format would be the perfect way to just sort of explain why I've been a little bit behind, but also explain why I'm taking off the next few weeks. But don't worry, the podcast isn't going anywhere, and you'll understand after you listen. Episode 37. Let's go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, my my AC was working overtime today. It was actually chilly in the house. It almost deceived your boy, so I, I wasn't feeling normal. But, you know, yo, I want to say welcome to everyone uh, that's already in the chat, everyone that's listening on the podcast feed. Whatever you're doing to consume this episode of the podcast, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, and I want to start off by saying, like, this is Pod Boys 5, Botter. We've done five of these, but it's not just Pod Boys. I think I'm actually going to drop this as a normal episode because uh, we're going to talk about some other stuff. We're going to get into you know some other things in this episode. Uh, so this might just be episode 37. So maybe not just Pod Boys. We'll see. I don't know what number I'm on. Um, but do I, uh, do, I, do I add it to the invoice at the end of the month or not? I just need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it on the invoice. <laughs> so make, make sure you charge me for the laughs. All right, I got you. And I make sure you. you charge me for this recording. Yeah, that's going to go in there. <laughs> Yo, people coming in the chat. What's going on, Ryan's Doodles? Who Danny? Who Daniel is? Man, I Yo. always mess up your name, Daniel. How's it going, man? Well, I, I think it's uh, well, it's a combination. I think it was first and last, Daniel Ellis. So shout outs to who Danny Ellis. Yeah. <laughs> Level five reject in the house. Did we already shout out Tim R. King and uh, a one weekly reader, one Pooey Lewis? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, wow, that's that's a hell of a name. It and is. so. I'll, yeah, it's wild. And also, if you are listening to this and you haven't checked out the Pod Boys episodes, I'm going to encourage you to go back and listen to the other four. And if you're listening to this as if it's a normal episode of uh, the podcast, this is a live one. You're getting like mm. a live Simpsons is greater than slash Pod Boys slash Short Bot, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of cool stuff, like yes, I said. Um, so I, I don't know about you, Botter, but one thing I do want to say uh, right off the rip is that. 
I've had a hard time focusing on anything podcast related lately because your boy's been watching a lot of hoops and uh, (laughs) I've had a lot of late nights uh, watching the Clippers and the Hawks and the Bucks. There's been some good series in this playoff. So anyone that's mad at me for missing a couple weeks, I'm sorry. I'm in full basketball (laughs) mode. I just want to say that right up top. And we're going to get into sort of why I've been missing a couple weeks. But basketball has not helped that. It's been hard to focus on anything else. I went over to um I stopped by Drew's today. You know, I had to drop something off and um he was like, "Yo man, what, what you been up to? I feel like I haven't seen you." And I was like, "Yo, honestly, after I'm done working and I know there's a game coming on, I plan the rest of the night out I'm watching these games." And um yo, I you should have seen the level of hype. I was describing Trey Young's lights out shot that he did last night. Yeah. I, I I felt like I was describing it as, as a biblical story. I was like, and then Drew, <laughs> the lights went out in the arena, and you won't believe what happened next. A miracle. Everyone used their cell phone to light the stadium. <laughs> Yo, Trey Young. So... Trey Young is a bad. That's a bad man. That that's is a bad, a bad man. man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really I'm really shocked that they didn't win that game. I think they're going to win Game Seven. Uh, I was especially with just how good that game was, how good that shot was. I was really shocked uh, that, that they didn't actually pull it out. But, you know, it's funny because I've been talking so much about basketball. And that's sort of why I mentioned this. I've literally been joking with people. It's like, yo, I've been talking so much about basketball. If I would have thought to start a basketball podcast, I would have like a year's worth of content just from these playoffs because <laughs> I've been nonstop videos, memes, group chats, texting anyone that cares about basketball and just, you know, talking their head off. So uh, basketball, anyone that that doesn't know uh, that about me yet, uh, if you want to talk about basketball, hit my DM, hit my email. Let's talk about basketball. Yeah, I seen your um uh that that Q and A you were po- you posted on your uh, Barter Darkness page. Oh yeah, and um I seen the little bit of basketball sprinkled in. I was like, oh that's cool. Warren's like letting his his audience know he's he's not just a Simpsons nerd. He, he's a, <laughs> he's a he's a basketball head too. And I was like, man, ain't that something? Like like <laughs> like I, I'm very kind of cautious when I'm like when we get into like sports tangents on the 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 short box. I'm always like, all right, I got to bring this back to comic books. But it's like funny, like the 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 shift, right? It's like I got to keep it nerdy. I got to keep it nerdy. I can't let it get into like my true you know sports uh, uh, fandom and yeah. whatnot. Well, and, and and also you know if you're watching this on the Simpsons is greater than feed and you can see my room behind me, or if you've been following Bart of Darkness, you've seen my room before. Uh, you know, you look at this and, you know, it's it's obviously, believe it or not, it shouldn't be hard for me to just talk Simpsons. Like, clearly I'm like engulfed by Simpsons all the time. But sometimes, you know, I get going on any number of things, including basketball, and uh, it's hard to get back on track. I find that same thing happening to me in a lot of episodes. And, uh, you know, I just want to say thanks to all of you guys for not complaining about that and not sending me mean emails that says, Warren, I do not give a shit about your cat getting stuck in a bag. I want to hear you talk about The Simpsons. So uh, I appreciate all of you for for letting me do that and not, you know, turning the episode off. Unless maybe some of you do. I don't know. You're like, yo, I'm a human. I got a personality <laughs> and likes. I'm a person. <laughs> no, I like other stuff. Okay. Uh, but before we get into like sort of the bulk of the episode bar i do want to you know what's been going on with short box i know you have not missed you know because this is the after show for short box as well not sure. just simpsons is greater than what have you had going on because you have not been missing uh the content the way i have so so you know anyone that's missed that fill us in oh word okay so i was i was lucky because i you know i, I did manage to take a much needed vacation 
you know, I, I got to go uh, on a nice like week long vacation um, for my birthday. And I was going to skip that week, but you were like, yo, you should really just drop that Pod Boys episode four. I've been dropping them. You know, they, they're great, you know, to, to use as bonus content, but, you know, also like a, a different flavor. So I took your advice and that did help me like stay consistent. But in, in the last three weeks, we have dropped, uh, we've dropped an episode pretty uh, frequently. So we've got like this week's episode was just like an amalgam. We were just kind of covering like you know, relevant comic book news and headlines. So on episode 326 that we dropped this Wednesday, we talked about like the Eisner nominations because, you know, it's, um, it is San Diego Comic-Con time. And that's usually when they announce the Eisner awards. And they're essentially like the Grammy or the Emmys or whatever other award show for comic books. So, you know, they got categories for best writer, best artist, best creative team, best comic book series, you know, just a whole bunch. So it's always a cool time to like see what comics from the past year got nominated you know what amongst the um the panel is, is getting attention because that panel is like a, a combination of like comic book creators themselves but also like scholars uh comic journalists you know professors like a pretty um pretty diverse panel that picks these comic books to get nominated so we covered that a little bit there's a new he-man show uh coming out on netflix that looks super tight like yo the ross the, the voice it cat, does. I, don't, I don't know if it's now granted they, they would have done this show you know during around the same time but I wonder if this is going to be a trend, you know, because at Invincible, we saw such a strong uh, uh, roster of actors doing, you know, voices on the show. Well, He-Man, this new He-Man show has got like, yo, Mark Hamill. It's got um, old girl from um, Lena Headley from uh, uh, Game of Thrones uh, who plays Cersei and just like a whole bunch. It's like, yo, who's doing the voices? Oh, that, what? <laughs> what is he doing? You know, so we, we covered that. And then the last two and then the two episodes prior to that were all about Loki because, you know, Loki dropped... Um, two weeks ago, so we did a comic book spotlight on a, uh, a Loki comic that Ashley picked out. Lo- Ashley is a big Loki fan. I don't know if anyone uh, knows that, but on the short yeah, box, she loves Loki. Dude, <laughs> she loves Loki. Like, um, matter of fact, her first episode ever, which was like episode one thirty-two years ago, that's all we talked about. She brought up like her love of Loki and all these expensive statues that she had, and how she loves Tom Hiddleston. So of course, with Loki coming out, you know, these last two episodes have really given a chance for Ashley to shine. So that's about what we got going on, man. And then, of course, I was able to use that Pod Boys episode four, and now I'll be able to use this in the future. Which you, what, what have you had, had going on? I know you've had, um, you've still been keeping strong. Yeah, well, you know, I've had a couple episodes. I and, and I the last one I dropped. Well, we the last two we did the Q and A, obviously, really really fun Q and A. And then I dropped a, an episode with my friend Aaron Murdoch, uh, Snip Glass on Instagram. Yo, and the response to the response to that episode and just her work in general. Uh, has been really cool. And I, I, you know, she's had a big following, but I feel like a lot of people were introduced to her through that episode. And I was really stoked about that. And, uh, you know, I, again, I want to recommend to everyone, if you, if you see her work and you want to get something from her when she does those pre-orders or when she does that, you know, every month she does a thing called Snipsons where she does, you know, a piece of glass, uh, or she does like, you know, orders for Simpsons glass. You got to get in on that, get you something nice for the crib, uh, get something going. Um, other than that, not too much, which, you know, that's sort of a nice segue into what this episode is and why it's not just a normal Podboys episode. So, you know, everyone knows that. And on top of this podcast, I also work a day job. I also run Bard of Darkness. I also do all this other content online. I famously bite off way more than I can chew constantly. That's just what I do. I like to give myself way too much to do. Botter understands that as someone who is very busy all the time. Um, 
So, you know, that's something that a lot of people deal with, especially podcasters when they're getting into it. But as a result of that, uh, there was a point in time where I had, you know, content sort of built up. I had like a couple months out. I was, you know, had a bit of a cushion. So if something, you know, fell through, if something got rescheduled, I already had episodes ready to go. Mm. Uh, well, at some point over the holidays, that sort of stopped. And I like didn't, I was like not really as caught up. I was sort of just, you know, oh, I'll record this week and then I'll release it this week and so on. And, you know, things are getting back to normal in some capacity. Like a lot of places are opening back up. People are going back to work. People are not just working from home anymore. People are busy in a lot of different ways. And uh, so I've had some people recently, you know, have to reschedule and like, oh, I'm sorry, can we do this next week? Can we do this in two weeks? And it's caused me to have to take, you know, a week off here, a week off there, because my plan for that week fell through sort of last minute. I didn't want to scramble. And when you're doing interviews, you know, it's not like, it's not like I can go, you know, I'm just going to make an episode about blank. Um, because most of what I do, at least at, for now are interviews. So if that interview falls through and I'm not, you know, I don't have mm -hmm. stuff backed up, not much I can do. So I say all that to say, uh, I, I am going to take a short break. And when I say a break, I don't mean like I'm going on, you know, some long hiatus, but I'm going to give myself a few weeks, maybe two or three weeks to just get caught up on content. I want to have episodes ready to go in the can so that, you know, when I hit situations like this, I don't have to just randomly not drop an episode because if there's one thing that I don't like doing to my listeners, uh, is, you know, you guys expecting an episode on a Wednesday, you go to the Instagram, you go to the Twitter. I'm like, Hey, sorry, no episode this week. Something happened, blah, blah, blah. So, I'm going to give myself a bit of a break, maybe a month, two, three weeks. Like I said, I'm going to still be posting on Bar of Darkness. I'm going to still be making content, but you won't get as many new episodes for a while. So I can sort of batch content, as they say, get caught up, get some stuff in the can. And don't let that make you think that I don't have cool stuff lined up. I got a lot of cool stuff lined up. I just need time to make it. Um, and that includes a collab that Botter and I are talking about, but we'll get into that in, oh, in yeah. just a minute. But yeah, so, so that's what's going on with me. So I think that's the that that's kind of like the double edged sword of um being like a primarily uh, interview focused show, you know, is that interviews for the most part are evergreen unless the guest is you know he's got some topical um or a timely topic right you know he's got a project coming out or whatever it may be um, unless it's that for the most part it's evergreen right it's like I can always have interviews ready to go it don't matter when I record it. Um, right. But the downside of that is what you're experiencing where it's like, you know, it, if a reschedule happens, it's like, well, shit, you know, that is my bread and butter. It's a lot. It, it's it's not like you can quickly just kind of pop up a, an interview the next day. You know, those right. things kind of take some some uh, some good lead time, about a week, you know, at the very least a week. Um, and so, so I, I, I feel you. I say all that to say you are experiencing like the double edged sword of, of having an interview based show is that timing. I know for me. You know, we record on a weekly basis, so our ability is to stay topical um, and we can keep up with things that are like timely and whatnot. But the disadvantage is that, you know, in a month or two or three, it becomes irrelevant. And right. if we, you know, if something happens where we miss out on, you know, recording, it's like, well, damn, now we're definitely scrambling. And it's like it's harder for us to bounce back as well, too. So I know those pains. And it's yeah. not a bad idea to take a break and batch record because, I mean, we've spoken about this, that feeling of having two episodes, even two episodes in the bank, 
Yo, it's so much freeing. So it's a freeing. good. It's a good feeling. And also, I mean, you got to be prepared for an interview. Like you don't want to hit up someone and be like, yo, man, are you free tomorrow? Let's like just, you know, let's just talk about some stuff on the podcast. I like to know, you know, I like to be ready. I like to have some questions, some notes, some stuff to talk about with these people. And, you know, again, it, it should be noted that, like I said, I, you know, I work a day job. I do run Bard of Darkness. I'm always taking photos. There's a lot of other things I do that make it harder for me to just drop everything and, you know, drop back and punt, as they say, when something falls through and I'm not fully caught up. And, you know, obviously, you know, no one has complained. I say this all the time. No one's complained when I've taken weeks off. No one's like, hey, we're, you know, why are you so lazy? Where is a new episode? Hmm. But I, I feel guilty as someone who, you know, when I really like a podcast, I look forward to that oh, yeah. episode every week, especially if I'm caught up on it, which I, I tend to be if it's one I really like. I try to be. Um, and so, I, you know, I just don't want to do that to people. I want I want people to be able to expect an episode and me not have to say, you know, hey, sorry, but not not doing one this week. And also, you know, you talk about, you know, your podcast being dated if you if you wait too long or if you don't get to the episode. Um, a, a lot of what I've done in the past because of covid is very tied to COVID. And I want to like really, you know, cause I talk Same. about that a lot. I'm like, how has that been for you working from home, blah, blah, blah. And as things, you know, get a little better and things start to move forward. I want to, I want to give it some time to see where that is. So that when I get these interviews recorded, you know, we're, we're sort of moving forward with everything and it's not all just, you know, talking about COVID and whatever. So I, I think a little bit of a short break will be good for the podcast. It'll give me new ideas. It'll give me some new stuff to do. And so with that said, Botter, Let's talk about just this. This is now we're oh, basically yeah. going to we're going to spitball this live on uh, on Instagram live. And as you're listening to it on the podcast feed, this is like all just, you know, we're, we talked about it loosely. Uh, I pitched an idea to Botter about doing, uh, you know, sort of like a collab series about Simpsons comics. Uh, anyone that's been following me uh, for a long time knows that recently I've been getting a lot of Simpsons comics. I'm trying to fill gaps left and right. I'm learning a lot about Bongo that I didn't know through interviews and just like various people they brought in to work on comics from Marvel, mm -hmm. from DC, all these other places. And, you know, that is so relevant to what Botter does. Uh, I think I think doing a collab between the two podcasts that are, you know, about both things would be really cool. Botter, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, absolutely, man. Um you know, I, I'll be honest, prior to, to befriending you and, and you launching this show and, you know, having the ability to or opportunity to interview Bill Morrison. Um, yeah, you're looking good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, every, every hair is in place. But um, uh, what was oh, I was not I was I was unaware Bongo last one. I was unaware that the Simpsons had their own line of comics. I knew that there was Simpson comics, but I didn't know that like Bongo was a reputable um, publisher. And that was my own uh, um, lack of knowledge. But, you know, through you, I've learned like, oh, man, every comic book great that I can think of has been associated or done, you know, collaborated with Bongo in some way. I mean, just some of the ones that come to mind uh, that you've, you know, that you've that you've been sharing with me is like. What um, a Bernie Wrightson I think has done some stuff for Simpsons. Paul Dini. Uh, Paul Dini. And it's like I, I could probably just name some some like some classic. I think Charles Schultz probably has done something. The Peanuts guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like just throw a dart and someone has done a uh, uh, Simpsons. So comics. many names, too many to remember. Like it's honestly yeah. kind of astonishing how many people have have, have done it. Yeah, and and I think it would be kind of cool for us to combine efforts. 
and do like a more deep dive. Even though I think honestly, your your uh, two Bill Morrison interviews are fantastic to like get level set and spun up with like the legacy of Bongo Comics and how the the crew behind it, you know, Bill Morrison and his team, like really did have a passion for comic books, and they were approaching it like a uh, a you know comic publisher would. Um, so yeah, I think that'd be a dope ass idea. And we haven't done a, a aside from Pod Boys. In the Q&A episodes. I was about to say, yeah, we haven't done any collaboration. It's like, well, yeah, all we do is collaborate. All we do but, is but, collab, you know. But, but I think something uh, something focused that I can also chime in on, you know, like um, with that comic, with that center of like uh, comic books, it'd be kind of cool to pull you into my world, but not that, you know, deep into it. It's like we're kind of meeting in the middle. It's Simpsons and it's comics, you know. Right. And seeing like where the influence comes from, like. You know, in this story, did he write it like it was a Marvel story or, you know, did, are there things that he did and choices he made that made it obvious? Like, oh, like, oh, that's something Bernie Wrightson would do. You like, you know mm. what I mean? I want to see where those threads really tie in and because uh, they loved comics and that's why they wanted to bring people like that in. And I, I want to see how that feels uh, to you as, those- as someone who's not familiar. As some, because a lot of those covers you've sent me, and I'm, I, I think you've posted a, a few of those, um, the comics that we're talking about on your Instagram feed. Yeah, you know, right. they're they're really well done. I mean, some of them are like painted covers. Uh, um, a lot of those Treehouse of Horrors like kind of follow in that really cool anthology mix. But like I said, it's like the the some like names doing these projects. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see like how min- how much how how deep that rabbit hole goes. Yeah, so I, I bit, one reason I wanted to bring that up on here on Pod Boys uh, is, is just so Botter cannot uh, find an excuse <laughs> to not do it. So this is something yeah. I really want to do, uh, and I not just you like know I, I want to bring I want to bring the whole Shortbox crew on that in some For way sure. if we can, uh, and just make a fun project of that. So you know while I'm getting stuff you know caught up with this podcast, that's also something else I want to work on is uh, more collaborations like that. And you know like I said, just to reiterate, I do have a lot of cool interviews lined up and a lot of cool things booked that we'll talk about at the end. But, uh, I just want to make sure that I'm, that I'm caught up. So oh, I, I want, sure. I want, I want you guys to know that there's still stuff happening. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to, um, I wanted to, uh, bring this up because you've been bringing up, you know, like your interviews and things like that. Yeah. Uh, good friend of ours, good mutual friend, and also uh, a fan of both of our shows respectively, Corey Torgerson. Oh, um, yo, shout out to yeah, Corey. Exactly. Shout out to Corey, who's got his own podcast. That's really good. It's called the uh, The World Is My Burrito. He does like deep dives into subjects and topics that you know he really likes. Like he just recently did an episode on um, uh, uh, famous and I might be misquoting it, but like famous Japanese uh, um, fighter women, like women who were like either samurais or warrior. Yeah, there was like Japanese warrior women. Um, he did like a whole deep dive into that and the like famous Japanese fighters and samurais and et cetera. So it's like, you know, Corey's <laughs> got a cool ass podcast, but that's awesome. Um, but you know, he'll, he'll, he'll reach out to me asking for advice on like podcasts and it just kind of pick up my brain. Right. And he had a question about interviews. I guess he's going to start getting into interviews. So he's like, man, you know, you've been doing this podcast game so long. I think your experience offers some pretty unique perspective. So he had asked me these two questions and I answered, of course, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring this up on Pod Boys because that's all Warren does. That's his bread and butter. And I feel like Warren's gotten really good of his um, interviews. So this one's oh, for thanks, Corey, man. right? So these two questions, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts. The first one is, uh, what is it? All right. What makes you nervous about interviewing? Is there like something that you can't, that you can't forget or else it'll kind of mess up your whole flow? Like, is there anything that makes you nervous about interviews? I, then, I think, 
Yeah. I, I, well, let me answer that one for, I think what a lot of people do, uh, and myself included, especially like, and this is why I don't, I have at points, but I try not to go back and listen to old episodes because there are just certain <laughs> things that I'm like, yeah. my God, why did you not? It's like, you've never spoken to a human being before. I've made that joke before, but I, I think what a lot of people do is they try to be over prepared. And it's one thing to have a lot of notes. It's one thing to have a lot of points to touch on. I mean, I've got notes for this and this is, we're just hanging out, you know, but I've still got notes, but I think people, they have a hard time letting go and just letting the conversation sort of go where it need, where it wants, you know, and they sometimes will feel like, Oh no, well, he's already answering a question that I was going to ask later. Let me try to pull this back. Don't pull it back. Like just let it, let the episode do what it does you know, it, it, it's fine to stop them and say, yeah, and I'm actually going to bring that up later or whatever you want to do. But I think the problem is just being overprepared. Like, you know, just be yourself, be comfortable, let the episode go where it wants to go. And I think in the end, when I do that, the episode is always better. And uh, I don't feel nearly as like self-conscious about, you know, trying to stick to the skeleton of the, of my notes. So that's what I would say for that. So, but what would make you nervous though? What makes you nervous to this day? I like how I didn't actually answer the question. I'm like, that's how I would answer that question. <laughs> With another what, what, point. Yeah. What makes me nervous, really, I would say is is just like, you know, you have to be on with a stranger. For sure. That you just but, met. Yeah, that you just met through a screen. So it's not like it's not like you're meeting at, you know, the coffee shop and, you know, shaking their hand and you're sort of like, get you know, you, you get to sort of like feel them out and you feel like you're having an experience with them. Mm. Uh when you do that over like zoom, like you sort of feel like you're, you know, it feels, I almost said professional. I don't think that's the word, but it feels more business. Like you don't mm -hmm, feel like mm -hmm. you're actually like clicking into that person and getting to know them. So I think I get nervous about just the, you know, the unknown, like you don't know a lot about their personality. You don't know, like, you know, what their sense of humor is. You don't actually, you don't, you don't, you don't really get that feeling of, of, Oh, I'm meeting this person. You just feel like you're, you know, temporarily getting to talk to them. And I, I think that can make people really nervous. And I think that does still make me nervous hmm. because you just don't know if you're going to hit it off with someone or not. I think that's a big thing for me. That's a good point. Have you ever, um, have you ever considered or have you ever done like a pre-interview before the actual like recorded interview? Like just like a little warm up. Hey, nice to meet you. You know, I'll, I'll talk to you about this and that. Cause I have. Yeah, so, so we sort of, I, I do sort of do that. Like whenever the zoom call first launches, you know, like we'll talk yeah, for a minute, like icebreaker. but, but my problem with that is sometimes that flows very nicely into the episode. Yep. Uh, yep. and sometimes it doesn't, sometimes you're like, okay, well, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and start. And like, that feels <laughs> so yeah, weird. Yeah. And sometimes you it just got to do that. You don't, you, and also what I'll say to Corey is you don't know, like, you know, how many times they've been interviewed, if they're used to being interviewed, like what they're, you know, what, what level of comfort they are at, because mm. you're going to have some people on where they're like, Hey, how's it going? I do this all the time. And you're going to have people that, especially, you know, well, I won't say especially, but even on my show that, you know, they've never really done podcasts. They're like, Oh, you know, I've, I do this on the show. I don't get asked for interviews a lot. And they might, you just don't know how comfortable they are going to be. And sometimes you're pleasantly surprised. And sometimes you're like, oh shit, this person is not comfortable at all. And that's hard to, uh, it's hard to break that ice sometimes. So I'm sure yeah. you run into that too, Bob. I'm sure that makes sense to you. Oh, no, hundred percent. That's, I mean, to your point, I always try to do like a little warm up talk. You know, I, you know, I let them know, Hey, you can curse on here. You know, we're going to keep it light. You know, is there anything, you know, I, I kind of give them like assurance that, Hey, at all times, 
you're in control. So if you want to stop, you know, ask me to ask that question a different way, or I, I guess it, it's really kind of driving home the point. This is not live, you know. So we can take a break. You can step away for a minute if you don't like my uh, my question. You know, let's just you know, it's it's. I think getting rid of that fear helps out a lot. Because why like, is that oh. so hard to do? That's what I don't understand. Why is that so hard to do? Because for me, and th- I've experienced this on so many episodes where you feel yourself almost like trying to talk yourself back into a rhythm. <laughs> and it's like, I could literally just stop, you yeah. know, like this is live. Like everyone that's hearing this or watching this on IG live right now, this is live. So I can't do that. And I'm not going to edit this. At least I don't think I am. Uh, but in a normal episode, like I can, and if I want to stop, if I want to fix or re-ask a question, I can do all that. But in the moment, you just don't feel like you can. Yeah. It's hard to yeah. remember that. Absolutely. And then the I want to go to the second question that Corey oh, had. Yeah. It was, um, what's the worst thing you felt you've done? How did you correct it in the future? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I think I have two answers for that. I think the worst thing I ever did was, uh, well, okay. I might have three answers. The first, <laughs> I, not, not figuring out, not figuring out how to record separate tracks on my first mm-hmm. like six episodes, especially because that was so easy to do even through the program I was using. And I just didn't do the proper research. I assumed it was impossible and never clarified if it was or not. Turns out it's a click of a button. I should have done yep. it from the very beginning. And my first like four or five episodes would sound much better, uh, which, you know, I, I still think they sound fine, but I wish they sounded a little bit better. Sure. Um, other than that, I mean, there's been a couple times where, you know, there was a connection issue and I just pushed through it or there was like something that sounded bad and I didn't address it and was just like, oh, you know, I'm sure I can figure it out later. Uh, do not do that. Um, if something sounds bad and you know it sounds bad, especially early on, even if you have to start over a little bit, just do it because... I, you know, I've had an episode on the podcast uh, with Michael Polcino, which it turned out to be a great episode. Michael was so funny and so great. I love that episode. But we did have problems with the Zoom call. And after the second or third time I noticed something was going on, I just pushed through and didn't stop, didn't fix it. And it took a lot more editing on my part to salvage the episode. So save yourself the time and don't do that. Thirdly, I mean, I think just. Sometimes, like, you know, I talked about being overprepared earlier. Sometimes I think you try to make up for prep. Like sometimes if you wait too long to get ready for an interview, this is why I'm taking these this time off. If you wait too long to get ready for an interview and you you try to like balance that out by preparing too much, like you're like, okay, well, I'm doing this kind of last minute. So I'm going to make a ton of notes. I'm almost going to give myself talking points beyond notes and be really hyper ready Sometimes when you do that, it makes you way less ready and you feel like you're trying to almost like read a script or something and it makes you feel really unnatural, really uncomfortable, and it will make the episode not good Um, or at least not as good as it could have been. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to point out what episode I'm talking about, but I've had a couple where I felt that way afterwards where I feel like it could have been better if I hadn't tried to be so prepared that I I made it, you know, not feel natural. I made it not feel like what it would have been. So. That can be an issue. Mine was um, calling, and and th- this episode was actually only three years. It was in 2018, sorry. Um, but it was calling the guest by the wrong name. Like his first name oh, yeah. was like, 
you know, his, his first name was like a real common name. It was like James. Um, but I kept calling him Jason. And like he corrected me like twice or three times in the episode. And I can't, I, one, I can't believe I kept that in there. I guess the show I actually care about my editing now, but I kept calling him <laughs> fucking the wrong name. And he was such a good sport about it. But I think at the very end of the episode, I was like, all right, well, thank you so much, so and so. And he was like, hey, man, it's, it's, it's not, it's not James, you know, it's, it's Jason or whatever it was. Um, and I mean, I felt like a dunce. I felt so stupid because I did it in collaboration for this, um, uh, convention that was going on in town. It was like, oh, let me interview one of your guests so that we can build some hype up. And I call him by the wrong name. And as I'm typing this answer to Corey, I'm still typing the wrong name. It's like, it's one of them, like, <laughs> it's one of them weird, like three years later. Three, and that's kind of the reason I'm not saying his name because I'm not sure which one it is anymore. <laughs> like, it's one of them, like, weird minor flukes that I just can't correct now. It's kind of lived with me. But how I prepare now is, I will even go on Google and type in, like, just to even verify, I will type in the name and how to say it. So that way I'm not fucking, even if it's a basic ass name, I want to, I want to triple, double, you know, triple check it. So, yeah. um, I think it helps to listen back to your episode. I know some people who are like, yo, I lived it. I don't listen back to my episodes, but for me, I, it, it's nice to listen back to, especially interview episodes. You oh know? yeah. Um, cause it, when it's like me and the crew, you know, if I say some stupid stuff, I know my crew's got me to either clown me or make light of it. But during an interview, I want to kind of get a feel of like, okay, do these questions I asked make sense? Like what was their response? Could I, was there any opportunity to go deeper into stuff? Right. And I think it kind of goes to your point where I know for me, I, I tend to over-prepare. So sometimes I lose the opportunity to go down. Well, I'm sorry. I lose the, I don't have as much flexibility to, to, um, maybe go into certain topics that might yeah, be go cool. down, go down a side, exactly. talk about something else. Yeah, exactly. Cause I'm so focused. Like, okay, this was a nice, like little sidetrack. Let's get back on the main road. When sometimes the magic and the best parts of an interview is like not knowing where they lead you. And then they end up telling you the story that you're like, wow, that really kind of peels back some layers to you and how you approach your work. And, and it might be something that the listeners have never heard. So to your right. point, I think there's definitely a nice, there's a perfect balance between preparing and then, like you said, being casual and, you know, like making, treating it like a conversation more than a, a workflow or a process. Yeah. And also anyone that's listening that has a podcast uh, and, and you don't listen back to your episodes, you guys should really try being obsessed with yourself like Bot and I because <laughs> uh, that, that will definitely make you do yeah, it. Yeah. Just have like have crippling self-doubt paired sure. with self-obsession and uh, man, you you'll be listening to podcasts yeah. left and right. So give yeah, that a shot. You ain't live until you had those two traits, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so th there's a lot of things uh, just to just sort of to move us a little forward. Uh, I didn't even mention that we're doing this on a Saturday instead of a Friday. No, it's normally true, a Friday true, true. thing, and Pod Boys will continue to be on Fridays. In fact, during my break. Uh, we might still do pod boys. So don't, don't think that I'm just oh, going to yeah, like yeah, disappear yeah. from the internet. Like so there'll still be some stuff going on, but the actual episodes, there might be a small break. I'll figure all that out. Follow the Instagram at Simpsons is greater than, or at the short box Jacks. If you want to know that, come on, you guys should be following those already. Uh, sure. But because this is not just a normal pod boys episode, we are going to talk about some Simpsons -y stuff. You know, I always stress that, Oh, this is the after show for the podcast, so it might not be all about Simpsons or all about comics, but I am going to talk about some Simpsons stuff, and I might start working these into the Q&As, um, and so this will be sort of a test run for that. This is sort of a hybrid episode. If you're listening to this, this is uh, this is like uh, the selling point for Pod Boys, 
Simpsons is greater than short box and the Q and A's all in one episode. So just th- this will just give you a window into what yeah. I, who I am, who Botter is, what I do on the show. So if this is your first episode for some crazy reason, go back, check out the back catalog, get get in tune with what we're doing here. A lot of cool stuff coming. Um, good time. But there's some Simpsons news, and there's not a lot, but this is some cool stuff coming out as far as like collector. Uh, mm-hmm. In the collector world, and that is the arcade one-up cabinet. Uh, oh, so man. anyone that's listening or watching, uh, arcade one-up, they they recreate you know classic cabinets, Mortal Kombat, Ninja Turtles, what you name it. I've and got two of them. They are making uh, a Simpsons cabinet. They are making a legitimate. They're remaking the 1990 Konami beat 'em up mm. Simpsons game, the best Simpsons game there is. Uh, and you know, not to brag, I do own an original one, uh, <laughs> but the arcade one up one is looking pretty nice. It's a lot smaller. Yep. It's not going to take up as much room, which is honestly, believe it or not, you know, and I think I said this like way early in the podcast and for some reason I still haven't sold it, but it makes me even more serious about possibly selling mine, getting the arcade one up one, uh, just for space reasons. So, uh, is if you the, love, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, is that, is that the one that you've got in the room right now? The big yeah. blue one? Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So RK One Up is making that. So anyone that remembers that original game, and I'm talking, you know, Marge with the vacuum, uh, you know, Bart with the skateboard, like, you know, Smithers is the villain for some reason. Uh, that Simpsons game, <laughs> which again is my personal favorite, I think is the best. I think is most people's favorite. Uh, they are recreating that cabinet, so you can own that without having to go buy like an original one. So uh, if you've missed that, if you've been living under a rock. Get online, pre-order that. I think it's $600, which is not cheap, but it's an arcade machine that you can put in your house. So that's really not too bad. Is it? Is it a, um, is it floor, a four-player top? It is. Oh, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And it has a ball on it, which leads me to believe that Simpsons Bowling will also be on it as like a, a bonus game. Uh, and I, and I've time. seen people online act like that's confirmed. So maybe that's maybe that's been confirmed. Uh, so yeah, arcade one up. I did reach out to them and try to get a free one and, uh, they (laughs) ignored my emails. So uh, we'll see, we'll see if they hit me up in the meantime. Uh, but that's going on. Another cool thing that I saw is, uh, and this was sort of going around online. I saw a few people share it, but, uh, a restaurant in Dallas called the whippersnapper, uh, did, they redid their entire restaurant. They did like a pop-up in like Simpsons style. They basically turned it into Moe's bar. Awesome. And there, there were some photos floating around online. Some really, it looked really awesome. They had Simpsons on like every TV. They, they did a whole, they like, they, they redid the front of the restaurant. They redid the whole menu to be like themed like the Simpsons. And I actually wrote down some of the menu items, but, uh, next to going to like universal, it, it looked really, really cool. So I hope, you know, anyone, anyone that listens to the podcast that's in Texas, uh, if you went to that, or if you're thinking about going to that, yeah. let me know how that was. I want to shoot me a DM or an email. I want to. I want to hear about that. Did they do it for any particular reason? I, I than- think. I think they're just big Simpsons fans. I don't know if there was like a particular reason that they wanted to do it. Uh, if 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 I'm not misunderstanding, this is something they've done before. Like kind of like done like theme things mm-hmm. with their restaurant. So maybe it's just something they like to do. Uh, but I believe it's called the Whippersnapper or the Whip is the name of the place. And uh, I just want to read off these names to the menu items because, I mean, they're classic references, but it's funny to me. Uh, so you got the Flaming Mo, obviously. Okay. Uh, they got Bart's Butterfinger Shot. Gotta love that. <laughs> okay. Uh, obviously, Duff Beer. That goes without saying, which I'm assuming is just like their tap beer. Uh, 
Lil Lisa's slurry, which is a bit of a deeper cut later season joke. So I'm, I'm with you on that, uh, whippersnapper. Uh, Krusty Burger, a heat lamp dog, which is is, huh. is awesome. And the Sideshow Bob Footlong. Now, you guys are stretching just a little <laughs> bit with that. Sounded a little bit sexual, but I'm into it. Um, but I, I thought that was really cool. I encourage everyone to... Uh, to look up, you know, some photos of that online. It did a wonderful job based on what I saw. And, you know, that's no small task to like completely redo your restaurant to look like Moe's bar. Um, so it looked really awesome. Look that shit up. Have you ever been to like a, a Simpsons pop-up or some themed, uh, I don't know, a park ride or, or something to that equivalent? Sadly, no, man. I, well, other than like Universal, but what I will say is, uh, I don't know why, you know, I know I've been hearing recently or I've been getting hit up by people that are local to me that are big Simpsons fans that are just people I don't know. I need to do some sort of Simpsons thing. Now that now that things oh. are opening back up, I need to host like a trivia night in Jacksonville or something. If you're in Florida, that'd be fire. Man. If, if you're in Jacksonville or, you know, in the immediate area of Florida and that's something you would you know be into hanging out to do. Again, you know, I'm, I'm saying this all throughout the episode. Shoot me an email or a DM. Like maybe we could plan something, set something up, do some sort of Simpsons thing. I would love to host something like that. Give me, let me give myself more to do, Botter. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put more, <laughs> yeah. Put more on your plate that you you got space for, quote unquote. Um, but how crazy would it be, like the equivalent of like you know, uh, my Jack's podcasters unite Simpsons. I don't know, collector. Yo, Simpsons collectors unite hey. in Northeast Florida. That'd be kind of fire. The Northeast hey. Florida chapter. The first that would, and only, be, right? that would be fire. And I mean, if anyone listened to, um, I think it was episode 27 uh, with my, fr- my friend Neil Arcenti from uh, On This Day in Simpsons History on Twitter, he actually hosts Simpsons Trivia and he's done a lot of stuff like that. So maybe I could try to like link that up. Maybe I could try to like make it a chapter of uh, of what he does, the woohoo classic Simpsons Trivia or whatever. Uh, I see that I see that Daniel uh, Daniel is into it. Danielle's yeah, is into sure. it. So, He's got so good man, taste. We, yeah, we can make something happen. Um, and so like that would be really, really fun to do. And I, I don't know why I haven't done it yet. So, well, maybe, maybe because of this little pandemic we just had, maybe that has something to do with it, but yeah, some, us something to consider for the future. Uh, well, Botter, we talked about this before oh, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to hear what you, uh, what you've been getting recently in the mail. Uh, right. and, and this is something you've been talking about making reels of too, which I'm really amped for. I want you to start doing that because we all know how much your boy loves getting a package. Oh, uh, what are on, some, man. what are some recent packages you've got, man? What's the mail call <laughs> looking like for the last few weeks? I want to hear about it. I just want to say pause just because it'd be really funny to say, oh, what type of packages pause you got <laughs> this week? I'm sorry. This is always funny to throw pause, but <laughs> to your point, yes, I am, uh, much like you Warren, where, uh, Mondays are among my favorite day in the week because it means I've got some package coming in that I probably forgot about or I'm eagerly looking forward to. So um, I'm going to actually give you the the month view, like something I've got, you know, packages I've gotten in the last month. Let's go. So, no, yeah, um, break it down. For yeah, me. Give, yeah. me a bra- give me a bracket. So, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got these like this week um, and I, I could probably go walk over. So first and foremost, I got this. That's showing up good. Okay, yeah, so I got this um, Marvel Legends uh, uh, Haka. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Captain America. Check that out. Boom. Cap- they they I didn't. Like that. That's man. That's right. They, they didn't write Sam Wilson in parentheses or Falcon Cap. Captain America lets you Captain know they America. ain't playing. So, um, yo, know, I think in the last year, if not two, I've really been getting into Marvel Legends, like just scooping up action figures left and right, and I have 
fallen into the trap of following like Hasbro on Twitter as well as Instagram. So anytime they announce a Marvel Legends drop, it's it's dangerous. It's like I want all of the yo exactly. So I finally got this one in. This is the first one I've ordered via Entertainment Earth, which is normally where you can buy or pre-order them. It's either that or Amazon. So the first time I ordered it, a Marvel Legends through the mail officially, like you know, during the drop. So that was tight. And then I'm gonna go music wise because I ordered a lot of vinyls as well. This one finally came in after some months, but I ordered it shortly after the unfortunate passing of MF Doom. But it's um. Uh, yes, the Danger Doom album. Man. And what's, what's cool about this is it comes in this like clear sleeve, right? Ooh. And yeah, it comes awesome. with two like sleeves, each with like different color uh, type of Rorschach kind of uh, prints. So you can kind of switch up the what, what your uh, record looks like depending on the color. That's dope. Um, yeah, let me yeah, encourage cool. everybody too, if you're listening to this on the uh, Simpsons is Greater Than feed, uh, slide over to the Instagram and watch this uh, archived live yes. video so you can see this stuff. Botter's showing it on camera, and he's knocking his phone over, which is also really cool. <laughs> yes. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. Hey, for this uh, very visual segment, uh, podcast listeners, um, you should probably just, you know, well, that's the power. It's like, you know, you could listen to the Pod Boys in audio format, get a very clear audio. And you can watch the video. You know, I, I do think that you could do both just fine, but I encourage yeah. you know, watching the video. And last but not least, um, I ordered this on vacation and I had to support because I had a feeling um, this would sell out. And I was not mistaken in that. But our good friend, Austin Wade Ellis over at Threat Supply, teamed up with one of our favorite coffee shops here locally. And sure he enough. put out his own brew. Um, oh, yeah. So I ordered a couple bags of these. Thankfully, like I said, because all of them bitches sold out, and we're doing a giveaway on the uh, the podcast. We're gonna uh, be giving away a bag of coffee to um, to one lucky uh, listener. All they got to do for the rest of the month is whoever sends in an email or a voicemail for us to like use on the show. So you could just like it can it, it could be light, like yo short box, just letting you know we love you guys, or yo short box, uh, I want to champion this comic book I read. I think you guys would like. I'm gonna take all of those submissions. And then uh, come July, when we do our Black Widow episode, um, I'll announce a winner. And it don't matter if they live in Jax, if they live in Florida or wherever, as long as they live in the, the continental U.S., I'll go ahead and ship out this out to the winner, if they should live somewhere else. Yeah, so, that's dope. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, like treating our listeners. Because I know not all of our listeners here live, you know, live in, in, in Jax. Um, and I want to kind of spread the love, you know, like we, we do a good job on our show, putting a spotlight on the city that we all live and love. So it's like, well, let me go ahead and share the love with, you know, listeners who might not be here in Jack's with us. So, um, yeah, so that's what I've, that's what I've gotten in the mail these, you know, this week. What about you? What's come through the, yeah, uh, you, the you, post office? You just got to live, laugh, love, man. You know, that's just kind of my <laughs> motto. Uh, <laughs> now, nah, if you like good coffee, man, go over and sign up for that. Definitely, definitely try to win a bag of that coffee because it, it's good, man. It's good. Um, so for me, and, and I sadly did not put everything in arm's reach to show it on the video, but I'll do my best to describe it. So, uh, you know, I think I've complained about this on the podcast, but if I have not, uh, when Simpsons first announced the new line of Funko Pops uh, that they were coming out with early in the year or late last year, they announced them. I no joke ordered, you know, and I have too many of them and I don't like all of them anyway. So I only bought the ones that I wanted and I no joke placed this order on January 1st, 2021. And no Damn. joke, they showed up a week ago. It took almost six months for me to get these. Uh, if you go to the Bar of Darkness Instagram, I've already posted Itchy and Scratchy. 
I've already posted Homer on the Couch, which I got to say, Homer on the Couch is my that favorite one. Funko Pop that they have made, hands down. No question. I won't lie. I, I think those, um, I think that one and the, that Itchy and Scratchy might be some of the best looking Funkos I've seen recently. Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't annoy me for the reasons that Funkos normally annoy me. They look good. No, they, they look like, they look real unique. I don't know. There's something, I don't know. I, I guess better looking is not a very good descriptor, <laughs> but they just look really sharp, right? Like they yeah. don't look like, they don't look like a cheap kind of, they don't look too minimalist. I think that's right, it. right, right. It's like yeah. a much cleaner design for some reason. Yeah, I, I they, try, they tried a little bit. And uh, as I learned in the comments, uh, they gave Itchy and Scratchy little stands. So they actually stand better. They don't just fall over. Good. Uh, good. But I also got the Lard Lad. I also got the Mr. Plow. And, uh, mm. uh, you know, those are those are good Funkos. I do like those. Uh, in addition to that, I got um, I got another. Now, this is something that I posted again recently, uh, but I've had it for several years. It's a favorite of mine. I think I said in one of our Q&As that if I had to start my collection over from scratch, it would be the first thing I would buy. And that is the Bart Cookie Jar by Treasure Craft oh, yeah. from 1994. Now, this actually, you know, I'm cheating a little bit. This wasn't uh, a male call. This isn't a mail call because I actually found it locally, oh. scooped it up, was really, really stoked because mine looked really good, but it did have a couple of little chips on the back of his neck and little places, little, just a couple little blemishes from where it was shipped to me a few years ago. And, you know, I've been saying uh, if I ever see another one that's not, that's in really good shape, I'm going to replace mine just so, you know, I can have like a perfect one, quote unquote. Uh, so I found another one. It was a good deal. And I replaced it. So, I'm, you know, as I'm talking, I'm st- there's just two <laughs> side by side. And I would love to keep both, but I'm actually going to sell one to Botter. So yes. uh, Bot- Botter is going to be the new uh, proud owner of one of those cookie jars. One of the best things ever. And big surprise designed by Bill fucking Morrison, who apparently mm. just designed all the best shit for everything Simpsons, uh, which I, you know, every day I learn something new that he worked on. It's just incredible. Um, so I'm really stoked on the cookie jar, the replacement, uh, also shout out to Laszlo and co. Uh, they make a lot of great Simpsons pins and, uh, they sent me a really nice little care package with some really cool Simpsons pins. I haven't posted them yet, uh, but I was really, really stoked on that. In fact, I think I can reach a couple of those. I'll show, I'll show one or two of these. I'll make some, get some cool noise on the mic, but you know, you got, you got Marge like sleeping here. Oh, Uh, what? So they make some, they make some pretty deep cuts, which I really like. Uh, well, you have, good. You have I like Homer, the pin backings. Homer with his chili boots. Yo, <laughs> honestly, it's I don't know really if I'd wear. The, I, I don't know if I could wear those. Like they look so good as part of with the pin backing. Yeah, speaking like, of itchy and scratchy, you know you got the steamboat, oh, steamboat. itchy. Come on, damn, that's clean. So really, really cool. Uh, so shout clean. out to Laszlo and Co. Definitely go over there and buy, and buy some pins. Uh, you will not be sad that you did that. Uh, and. I mean, other than that, man, a lot of comics, you know, like I said at the top, like I talked about the collab that we're talking about doing with Shortbox. I've been buying Simpsons comics left and right. I'm trying to fill every gap. I'm trying to have every Simpsons comic. Uh, and I have hundreds of them already, but there's so goddamn many. And I, so that that's that's one of my missions as if I need more things to collect. Ooh. I'm going to try to have them all. I'm going to try to have them all. Have you... Um... So, so something you cool you could do with all of those comics is you could get them all binded into mm. like really nice hardcovers. And if you need any convincing, hold up one sec. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm all, I can always go for some convincing. All right, all right, all right. 
So all right, so check this out. I did this a couple years ago. I had sold like I sold like a big chunk of my comic book collection because um, I had it all in my mom's garage. I had like twenty short boxes, like nine long. It was like some obscene amount sitting in my mom's garage, and I was just like starting to live on my own. And she was like, "Look, either you're gonna take all of these, or you're gonna <laughs> sell them. Like they can't sit in my garage." So I ended up selling a like 90% of them. And I ended up keeping just the the comics that meant something to me. And I was like, well, I don't want to like keep them in these like boxes. And I found out about, I found this book bindery company here in Jacksonville, um, which happened to be run by um, the parents of, of Robbie Knopf over at Straight Chillin' Podcast. Oh, wow. Which was, yeah, which was pretty tight. So I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to support my boy's family business. Um, and they ended up making these like really nice fucking, Whoa. you know, scholarly right it looks like a fancy ass book but it's the spider-man i named this one um and they let me pick like you know what i wanted on the cover um what you want on the side you know double line and all this shit right and all i had to do was just i don't think i did it for this one i got Yo, ju- just to just to describe this for the audio oh, podcast yeah, please, my please, man please. literally just botter is showing me a book right now that looks like it looks like a, an encyclopedia like this thing looks crazy <laughs> well well said. Yes, it looks like awesome. Printed, yeah, it's printed on like a nice crimson uh, uh, leather. Yes, leather bound and all that. So I, I literally, I went in there with a stack of these single issue comic books. And at the time, I didn't know I could do a little more. Like um, I ended up later on, I dude, I literally printed, I think six books. They got a big chunk of my money. It was not cheap to do one <laughs> book. But I was like, it's for family business, right? But I would go in and um, eventually I got to the point where I was cutting out I'd grab like an X-Acto knife and I was cutting out the the back page. And if you wanted to go deeper, you could disassemble the comic by taking the staples out and then you could cut out all the ads. But that was way too much fucking work. So all oh. I would do was just cut out the uh, the back page. And then what they will do is they'll take it in the order that you give it to them and they'll sew bind it, sew bind the spines and then throw a nice leather cover. And it's it's tight. Like it looks cool when you present it. And all that, so I I tell I recommend that to you because I know when you have that many comic books, they end up just yeah. staying in a you know in a box, you know. Yeah. Well, so. and they're and they're all bagged and boarded too. I'm a maniac. Like it's it's a lot. It no, takes no. a lot of space. It takes you're a not lot a maniac. You're not a maniac. You're a you're, you're a sensible collector trying to take care <laughs> of his investment. All right, bag and board them. Yo, yeah, you should do that. Uh, well, you know, just a couple more things before we get out of here. One thing I will say: this is not quite mail call, uh, <laughs> but it is on the way. Uh, the, the people over at Sugarfina, and if you follow Bard of Darkness, I'm going to make a video about this when it comes out, but Sugarfina, <laughs> Sugarfina makes candy, and they actually have licensed Simpsons candy, like a box. They're shaped like a television, and it's coming into me soon. Uh, nice. they, they hit me up, and they were like, hey, we'd love to send you some of this. And so I'm going to do a video about it. I'm really excited to see it in person. I think it's going to look really awesome. Uh, so, you know, that's going to be a really sweet video and a couple other things that I can't talk about, you know, coming to your boy soon. So uh, I'm trying to do more live content over on Bard of Darkness. So if you, you know, pretty cool. when people send me stuff, I'm going to be making some more videos over there and possibly elsewhere. Who knows? Uh, so lots of, lots of cool mail to make uh, videos on. Are you waiting on any more mail botter before we move on? What am I waiting? No. And actually, um, uh, getting ready for, you know, um, this recording, I was like, well, I guess I got an excuse to order all these other things I'm watching and saving on eBay, right? So I can show and prove. But I think, you know, t- to your point, um, I want to start creating more content about 
the stuff I get because I, I, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I feel like I do, I, I do tend to think outside the box of just buying comics. Like I enjoy good memorabilia. Like I, I bought like a 1970s like Marvel calendar that they put out. Like I like stuff like that where it's like these comic companies were slowly starting to think. Well, not slowly, but they were really starting to think outside the box of like, well, you know, let's start merchandising our stuff. Let's make calendars. Let's make this and that. Um, so kind of like in the, in the same vein of, of how you built Bar to Darkness, where it's like, yo, Simpsons merchandise and memorabilia touches all scopes of, of everything. Right. So um, I want to start making more content about the stuff I receive or the things that intrigue me. So I'm, I'm looking at my little shelf with like my various knickknacks, figures and toys. I'm like, oh, I can make a whole page about it. <laughs> no you definitely could man and it's addicting so be careful it's gonna get out of hand quick uh, i know, I know. Uh, <laughs> uh well so we are coming up on uh almost an hour and because oh, yeah. because this episode is basically me just explaining uh that i'm taking a short break uh to get more content built up to get some things worked out uh, i'm not gonna you know keep everyone all night or keep your ears full of this podcast for too long uh, so, you know, I want to close up, but before we do that, I do want to say, or I do want to ask Botter, what are, what is coming up for short box? Because oh, yeah, yeah. even though I'm not going to be doing a lot for the next few weeks, I'm sure you have plenty coming up. So let the people know what you got coming up. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, this week, what we got coming? I'll give you the next two weeks schedule. Do it. Um, we are going to, I got an interview speaking about interviews. I got an interview lined up with, um, a writer and artist. I'm going to be interviewing, uh, two individuals at the same time. Uh, it's David Baker and uh, Nicole Gooks. They've been doing uh, comic books together for a while. They have a new book coming out through Dark Horse uh, called Everyone is Tulip. And it's about this um, uh, individual. It, it really kind of poses the question of what would you do to become famous? You know, and mm. what, wh- where do you draw the line about, you know, things that you accept as an artist and things like that? So th- that that comic's coming out through um, Dark Horse. I'll be interviewing them. That episode will come out, you know, this Wednesday. Awesome. Um, yeah, exactly. And then we're going to do a Black Widow comic spotlight because the movie's coming out first Friday in July. So we'll have a comic spotlight episode then. And I'm going to shoot my shot at, at at trying to get one more interview come July. Um, Rob Liefeld, who is, you know, one of the biggest names when it comes to comic books. He created Deadpool and a whole bunch of other characters. Um, he's literally sold multi-million dollar comics, you know. He is coming to Jacksonville Whoa. July... I think it's the ninth. I think it's like that, you know, second Saturday in July. But he's stopping through Coliseum of Comics to have a new location opening up in Oakleaf, and he's going to be like their first guest that opening weekend. So I'm going to shoot my shot and see if I can sit down with Rob Liefeld and pick his brain. He's the same guy that uh, that did our uh, our cameo video when we did our 300th oh, episode, whoa. and he had the two katana blades in the video. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see if he remembers that. But um, yeah, that's that's what I got lined up. So I got an interview. We'll do a Black Widow comic book spotlight, and I'm gonna see if I can talk to Rob Liefeld. Man, that would be awesome. And and if you know when you're listening to this, uh, say say it's a couple of weeks in the future. Uh, just, uh, if you don't see that episode, just assume that Botter failed and just, you know, <laughs> go, go send him some love and some, you know, some sympathy. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> as for me, just so everybody, you know, final reminder that I'm still working on a lot of stuff, even though I'm taking a short break, uh, I'm going to, I'm doing an episode soon with Jordan Morris. Uh, you might know Jordan Morris from, he does a lot of podcasts, but he does a podcast called bubble, which is coming out soon as a graphic novel of the same name. 
Uh, Sarah Morgan is working on that with him. And he also, you might know him from Good Mythical Morning on YouTube. He like plays a couple characters on that. He's written for them. Uh, he's Cotton Candy Randy on there and cool. uh, some other characters. So uh, Jordan Jordan is very, very funny. He's a big Simpsons fan. I'm excited to talk to him. Uh, I also am recording an episode soon with Laurel Randolph, who runs the account on uh, Instagram, a great account called uh, The Joy of Cooking Millhouse. Uh, really mm. awesome photos. It's all about food references from The Simpsons. And they uh, are putting out a cookbook called The Unofficial Damn. Cookbook of The Simpsons with a foreword by Bill Oakley. Um, Dude. And that book is going to be really, really cool. Uh, she's worked on other cookbooks. This is like in her lane. And the cover looks awesome. I'm sure the photos are going to be incredible. Uh, so I, I am genuinely very, very excited for that book and that interview. And uh, also, you know, I've been messaged by a ton of people uh, saying that I should hit up The Real Gems from YouTube. He does a lot of awesome Simpsons videos. He has a really big following on there. Uh, makes a lot of great content. And uh, he's coming on the, on the show soon to talk about, you know, why he got into making YouTube videos and what his relationship to The Simpsons is. And just, you know, me, two Simpsons nerds going at it. And uh, maybe I can assert my dominance um, <laughs> and teach him a thing or two. We'll see. Uh, no, but I'm, I'm really excited about that one as well. And, uh, you know, a lot more coming. Uh, the collab with Shortbox hopefully is coming. Uh, oh, some sure. cool stuff. So, uh, you know, don't be mad at me for taking this short break. If you are, the podcast is free, so I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm not going I'm not going anywhere. Let me just uh, let me get recalibrated. Let me get back on track and I'll have some really dope uh, episodes coming for you soon. Uh, and if, if you have nothing else, Botter, I think that is pod boys five slash Simpsons is greater than 37 slash short box 473 slash it's, <laughs> it's everything. Right? It's everything. It's a nice little rubber band ball oh, of an episode. Sure. Uh, and if you listen to the end, thank you. Yo, for sure. Absolutely. Warren, always a pleasure. Um, I know I've got what a, a Q and a coming up with you maybe, uh, later this month, if not probably next month, more than likely. Yeah. But I, I'll wrap up by asking this, because we are recording, uh, what is it, Saturday, June 19th, in a couple of hours, um, the Brooklyn Nets will go up against the Milwaukee Bucks to see who breaks this tiebreaker in the series. And it'd be fun to call this back. Who, you yes. think, who do you think comes out on top tonight? Bucks are taking it, baby. All right. Done deal. Yeah. Done yeah deal. I, think, I think Giannis and Middleton are going to roll in there tonight. Really pissed off that they let that last game go, yep. and I think that they, I think they are sick of going home in the playoffs. I think they're sick of being one of the best teams in the NBA in the regular season and always falling short. Uh, you know, some at certain at a certain point, Giannis has to be sick of being a bridesmaid and never a bride, and uh, he's got to <laughs> make it happen. And I, I think, I think tonight is Giannis's night. And uh, so, if I'm wrong, uh, please send me uh, sad emojis in my DMs. No, for sure. Oh, I, and you know, I'm 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 gonna harass you big time because I I, th I think I'm rooting <laughs> for the Nets only because um I'm just happy to see my boy Blake Griffin like somewhere like special. I don't know no what doubt. it is, but I'm rooting for him. So we'll we'll see how that ends up tonight. But this was no, a lot of fun, Warren. I really I really like Blake Griffin, but uh, I hate Kevin Durant. Please shave your head. You're going bald. <laughs> That's it. I'll see everybody in a few you. weeks. I'll see you on Instagram. Pod boys out. All right, peace, baby. All right. If you enjoyed this podcast. Check out the official Instagram at Simpsons is greater than or follow me on Twitter at Simpsons is great. If you're curious about me or my Simpsons collection, just search for Bart of Darkness on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again for checking this out. I'll see you next week.